0: So today, uh, it's all about you, Chief. Tell us about the property here, the size, the location, kind
1: of a little bit about the place. So we're about 2,500 acres, and we're here uh, right in the middle of Ray County here in East Tennessee. If you want to come view wildlife here or, or, you know, watch the birds or whatnot, sure that opportunities here. Yes. You've got an opportunity to get into some different type of habitats where you're going to see birds in a really close area and get to see a lot of different types of birds that you, you would have to travel a lot of different places that lots of times you can get all those here in one compact place. When I drove through I was thinking man this be a big great place to deer hunt and I know that you, you said there's a few hunts out here right? It, it is and this area is known for big whitetail uh, oh, yeah. big bucks and it's a uh, really popular hunt We, it's a quota hunt sometimes takes uh, four to six years to get drawn here. Get your name in the hat for these hunts the
0: come do some small game hunting enjoy the, the bird watching it sounds like a
1: fun place to, it's, it to is, hang out. It's a really cool place and uh, we'll have to get you guys back
2: the award-winning tennessee wildcast is on the air with the latest on hunting fishing boating wildlife watching and all things outdoors make welcome your host drummer and outdoor expert novice jason Harmon.
0: hello everybody and welcome to this edition of tennessee wildcast thanks for tuning in thanks for watching for listening uh, we are out here on Uchi Refuge today. It's a little cool, a little crisp. It's in the evening, but it's a beautiful place to be.
3: It is awesome out here, isn't it? It is Look great. at our office. I
0: know. I, I slap on myself every minute. Uh, Mimi, <laughs> thank you for co-hosting. Thanks for My being pleasure. with us. My uh, pleasure. Appreciate you jumping in and, and inviting us over in your neck of the woods here to, to talk with these guys today. We have Brian Ledner and Scott Shelby with us today, and I'm excited to, to learn a little bit about it. Uchi. I grew up Across the river over here, and I don't think I've ever set foot on this piece of property, which I can't believe. So I'm excited to learn more today. (laughs) Brian, can you believe that? I know, man.
1: I I, I think about that often. (laughs) (laughs) Keeps you up. Jason never been here? Uh, Keeps you up at night, doesn't it? (laughs) It does. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, it's a it's a beautiful
0: piece of property. We're driving in, and and I was thinking, man, this looks like some great deer hunting. So we're going to talk a little bit about that today. What kind of opportunities are out here as far as hunting goes? And just what all happens on the
3: Yeah, boat. some great work being done. It, it uh, I, I watch the progress every time I'm here, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna steal your your thunder. <laughs> but I watch that progress. I'm always so proud of the work that takes place. So thank you both for being here, and let's yeah. hear some more.
0: Yeah, let's jump in. Uh, I'll start with Brian. Brian, tell us about yourself. I know you've been on the show once or twice, maybe. Uh, Folks who maybe don't know you, tell us a little bit about yourself, kind of what
1: your role is here with us. Okay, well I'm the manager here at UG Refuge and I've uh, been here now for about four years and, and just really thankful and blessed to be here. I've uh, been with the agency going on now 22 years and uh, I've, uh, I've had a couple different roles in the agency. I was with the law enforcement division for mm-hmm. 10 or 11 years and I was a biologist on the fishery side on the, on the reservoir crew. Uh, here in East Tennessee and uh, did that for about seven years and 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 spent you know the next part and hopefully the last part of my career here at UC. yeah, it's a really special place and and unique. and I'm fortunate to work with a bunch of uh, well I say a bunch a couple there's a couple other guys and got Scott here with me today. fortunate enough to get to work with who I feel are two of the best guys in the agency. and uh, you know we get a lot of stuff done and, and just really excited about the work we're we're doing. yeah Yeah,
3: you got a force here i'll say
1: we do we do we uh you know work well together and uh, these guys are knowledgeable and uh you know be truth be known they probably know more about it than i do and uh you know i I feel like i'm riding their coattails sometimes
0: (laughs) yeah for sure we got a lot of great people in the agency that that know their stuff. We've, we've said this in the past, but like our technicians and our biologists and everybody across the board, just, they're just great people. They they know a lot of things. They know a lot of additional things to what their real job is. You know, it's sure it's amazing what they can fix and, and mend and make work for multiple years or tricks and trades. But, um, is this the only property that you, you manage a couple other properties too, right? I just want to throw that out there.
1: We have... I think it's a unit, total of, of fourteen different units, okay, all together between the three of us. Gotcha. And uh, we we've got Yuchi uh, Refuge here. We've got uh, part of the Chickamauga WMA, and then we've got North Chickamauga Creek WMA, and uh, those are in Here, Ray, Hamilton, and then a little bit in Sequatchie County. That's you something. know, when you
3: see that that tractor going through town on the back of a truck, well, that's one of these guys.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> three guys for fourteen areas. We we kind of get spread out sometimes but uh i feel like we get uh do a pretty good job well real quick
0: just uh, and then we'll get to scott but three guys on how many acres roughly uh, what you seven eight
1: thousand yeah, this is 25 and
0: wow yeah yes yeah, so that's, right, that's that's putting y'all y'all are busy, yeah. busy. y'all are busy busy yes. well uh scott tell us about yourself buddy i appreciate you being on the show yeah, and uh too. glad to have you
2: i'm the technician here at and i've been working on 17 years this coming march so I grew up farming I was a limer for 20 years before i got this job and so this is a blessing to me to be able to do what i love to do
0: yeah I, i'm sure you grew up hunting and fishing and all kinds of stuff.
2: everything i mean every when we had time when you farm you don't have time to do a lot but when you had time we wore it out but still this is a great job and i enjoy doing this i enjoy farming just a
0: great place to be yeah like you said blessed blessed to do it I I, I can say that for myself too that being in this role it, it's a blessing to be here and, and enjoy what I do and enjoy sharing the, the love of the outdoors with folks and uh and you're making it happen for people to to get out there and do it you know without you guys it, uh, it wouldn't happen we try to provide the
1: opportunity that's great that's great
3: I'd say they're uh, successfully provide opportunity
1: well we try (laughs) (laughs) so
0: today uh it's all about uchi right mimi yes Uh, let's dive in tell us tell us about the property here uh and let y'all bounce it back and forth however you want to do it Uh, no specific order or or role assignment here but the size the location kind of a little bit about the place
1: okay like scott said uh, we're about twenty five hundred acres uh give or take 30 or 40 acres and we're here Uh, Right in the middle of Ray County here in East Tennessee, that's in Region 3, if you know about the regions within the agency. And uh, I guess we probably came online around 2002 as a refuge, and and, uh, Bernie Sweeney really got this thing kicked off off the ground and uh, really got this place headed in in the direction it's been. And, uh, you know, we're like, I tell Bernie when I talk to him, I'm just trying not to mess up what he did. And then Scott, uh, Scott was, uh, Bernie's right hand man. And when I, when I came here, he really took me under his wing and, uh, Bernie gave me some real sage advice and, uh, I I try to live by that.
0: Very cool. Very cool. So you said 2002, you know, that's why I've not been out here. I went. I was in college in 2003, so right. That's maybe why I haven't stepped foot out here. I had not had a chance to explore. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so how how was it acquired? Do you know that story?
1: Yeah, they uh, they worked with uh, was it the uh, Heritage Sea, and I don't You may be able to tell a little better than I can, Scott. Uh, I'm
2: not Bernie. He's the
1: history. <laughs> Bernie's that. the history. Yeah. <laughs> but but uh, but we acquired it in yeah. 2002, right? Yeah,
2: yeah, it's 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 actually a federal wetland so half of it is wetland half of it's upland so we under the federal wetland closure starting November 15th through the last day of February on the wetland side of this so
3: so it is about the waterfowl that time it
1: is
0: things. primarily yeah yeah and and it's a refuge so there's not uh there's not uh, a lot of waterfowl hunting right it's, it's a, yeah, a
1: place for them to rest yeah this this is this is a stopover for for the waterfowl
0: awesome awesome well uh Let's get into some of the hunting and and uh, what is Uchi known for? Uh, when I when I drove through, I was thinking, man, it's a big, great place to deer hunt. And I know that you you said there's a few hunts out here,
1: right? It is, and this uh, this area is known for for big whitetail, uh, oh, yeah, big bucks, and and uh, th- it's a, a really popular hunt. We it's a quota hunt, and we have uh, we have six six quota hunts here for. For deer uh three are juvenile hunts and then three are, are regular hunts uh we've got antler restrictions uh you, you must harvest a doe before you take your buck uh you know we're trying to keep that ratio in as you know part of the quality deer management and uh it it's it's very popular it sometimes takes uh four to six years to get drawn here so you've really got to be patient to get drone here yeah and,
0: so, uh, yeah, work on, uh, get your name in the hat every year, gain those preference points if yes. you can. And wow. Yeah.
1: And, so. it, and it's pretty much the same with turkeys too. It's what, two to three years probably to get drawn for right turkey now. hunt. It's pretty popular
3: yeah we've seen some flocks when i've been down before quite,
1: we've cool. got you know we've got quite a few birds these birds seem to be a little smarter here than they are than other parts uh, <laughs> those guys have got to be really on their game
0: <laughs> so uh are you doing anything special for for the deer and the turkey as far as your 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 uh plantings and things like that what any focus to to attract them or to to make that hunting better part of each sharecropped
2: and we The sharecropper has such big equipment, he can't get in some of our smaller fields, so we'll plant all of our smaller fields while he does the big ones. He leaves a percentage of the crop for everything to eat all winter long. So they really have corn, soybeans, sorghum, millet, stuff to eat year round. So that's the reason we we have quality deer, have good genes and good small game hunting. I mean, there's lots of rabbits, canes. So. I was
3: just going to ask if what other hunts take place here as far as small game goes.
2: Rabbits, no quail. We're closed to quail hunting, but rabbits, canes, squirrels. I mean, they people out here hunting all the time.
0: That's so. wonderful. So what's the, that's open? I guess uh, whatever the season is, It is, is right? okay, it except is. for that closure that we right talked on about earlier. The yeah. Awesome. Awesome. I don't hate to jump off of this, but I just thought, you know, we're standing here uh, in front of this beautiful field. Tell us what's behind us. And, and, and the river's right down there, right?
1: The river is right down there. You can look, that's Eves Bluff, you know, behind us. That's that's Meigs County. Uh, Watts Bar Dam is, is about three miles up, upstream here, just to kind of give folks... You know some bearings here. Yeah, Idea uh, where we are, yeah. And th- these these fields behind us here are are harvested. And uh, you know we've we've been four months without rain. Normally this time of year we're we're holding some water, and you would see some pools in here. Mm. And this you know part of our waterfowl uh, closure area, uh, some nesting places. The tree lines there. We've got creek channels that run in to the river, and we've we've got con- water control structures in those that we close off and, and catch the rainwater, and. Uh, so we we just we're just waiting on waiting on the rain.
0: Yeah. Well, it's a beautiful spot, and you know I see a few homes over there, and this Eve's Bluff here, and and it's just beautiful. I know people can come enjoy this spot, right? Too. I mean, it looks like this gazebo behind us. If you want to come view wildlife here, or or, or you know watch the birds or whatnot, sure that opportunities
1: here. Yes. So uh, and and not just not just waterfowl and game birds we have a lot of uh you know a lot of shorebirds uh you know ground nesting birds a lot of neotropical migrants uh bird watching's is a pretty big activity through here too so uh uh, uh, we've got some, uh, different types of habitat here that makes it really unique for, for birding and anybody that's amateur or professional, man, they come out here, uh, you know, bring the binoculars, books, put on a good pair of snake chaps and, and some tick spray and, uh, yeah. it's going to be an adventure. Sounds like <laughs> it's, it's going to be an adventure, but, but, uh, you've got an opportunity to get into some different type of habitats where you're going to see birds in a really close area and get to see a lot of different types of birds that you, you would have to travel a lot of different places that lots of times you can get all those here in one compact place. It's really neat. Uh, over to our, uh, the north of us here, we, we've got what we call, that we affectionately refer to them as the knobs, uh, you know, part of the ridge and valley system here that that uh, came up. And it's crazy that we're right here in the, in the Tennessee River Valley. Uh-huh. You know, we're right on the river, but, you know, uh go this way several hundred yards and we've got mountain laurel so wow. it's it's really neat yeah, very diverse. it's a really unique area that is awesome
3: so i know there's a lot of work that takes place here with crop planting but i i also know that you've done some other types of management to really diversify habitat um talk a little bit about the the big projects that you're working on and yeah multiple year projects <laughs>
1: We're continuing our uh, early successional work here in Savannah-type work. Uh, that was started probably 10 years ago, and and we're, we're continuing to uh, work on that. Uh, Scott and I are a little bit of fire bugs. We, we like to we like to set those fires, but it's it's all for a good purpose. And, uh, you know, we like to create those Savannah-type habitats and keep those. And fire is our best, best tool that we can use. Uh, a lot of the species in there are fire-typic, which means they really thrive on the fire and they regenerate through that and uh, it uh, the fire gets rid of some of the undesirable species that uh, that you know sometimes that wildlife you know doesn't particularly use hmm. and uh, it's provided you know uh, herbaceous uh, uh soft mass uh plants and things not just for uh you know we're kind of targeting quail right now but it also uh Man, I'll tell you what, uh, Scott and I have really seen an increase in our turkeys, mm, uh, nice. increase in our dove population. Our doves, we have doves here just year-round. There's tons and tons of, of morning doves, and I, he and I both speculate that it's really, they're keying in on, on the soft mass, the seed, and stuff like that that's coming from our early successional uh, habitat work.
3: Yeah, I've seen that. Um- um, we've talked about many times, Jason, the most imperiled ecosystems um, in Tennessee are the grassland mm-hmm. um, species, uh, the grassland ecosystems and trying to restore that. not just um, it doesn't just help quail and, and birds, but everything, um, insects to our deer and turkey populations and so much more.
1: We, uh, we just finished up a, a timber harvest where we did it. It's uh, commonly known as residential thinning, where we went in and reduced the basal area. And basically what that means is we went in and just reduced the number of trees in that area down uh, to get the sunlight to the, to the ground floor so we can get some plant growth in that understory. And then we'll go in and manage that with fire. Fire will be our easiest way to manage that. And uh, already seeing uh, from when the, uh, you know, and over the year uh, that w- that we started the project to the finish the the Species composition of the wildlife that's using that has changed. Mm. You know, basically, and and I hate to use this term, but I I really do feel like that kind of fits it. It was kind of a biological desert mm. just within that little 40 acre stand of loblolly pines. And so we've got it thinned down now uh, to where we've had one plant species in there, which was a loblolly pine, and that doesn't produce any seed or anything like that. That uh, that wildlife's going to like others some, some nesting habitat. Yeah. To where now we've got all kinds of of new lush understory growing and we've still got the nesting habitat with the trees that we left so very uh, cool so it's 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 really neat to see that change in just a short period of time yeah yeah
3: Yeah, i've seen it just in the past few years that i've been coming down with that growth um that regrowth from the areas that have been timber harvested fantastic
2: More and more brows.
3: Yeah, yeah. They don't just eat acorns. (laughs) They love them. (laughs)
0: Exactly. Yeah. So uh, you you talked about quail early a little bit. Uh, Have you seen any quail coming back? Uh, Are you hearing coveys or seeing coveys? Awesome. Yes. Yes.
1: We are. Uh, You know, we're 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 working on that. Uh, You know, trying to trying to uh, increase that, and through various efforts. Uh, such as such as the burning, uh, uh, we'll do some chemical spraying as well. Uh, as a matter of fact, today I saw uh, a covey of quail in the road uh, when I was coming in.
3: Wow, that's very cool.
1: It, it is.
3: So we know that rain can be and weather can be one of the challenges of managing here. But what's another challenge? What are the challenges of managing uchi
1: People (laughs) People uh, And and he means that in the best terms You know folks have You know they've got different wishes And and wants and needs And and what they like to do with areas And uh, you know sometimes It's a challenge kind of trying to juggle All that you know we want to Try to provide the best uh, Opportunities for sportsmen And you know sometimes You know doing that for deer may not mesh as well for the waterfowl and so we you know try to bounce that just just the best we can yeah i think that's all across the state you know i think uh, people have their preferences
0: and and i mean in, in life just in everything you know we're all different we all want different things so right. it's, it's a challenge and that's just part of what how, what comes with it you know and
1: you know with urbanization there's not a lot of places folks can go and and you know sometimes we'll have a you know we've got squirrel season rabbit season going on right now and we'll have all these guys in here at the same time and you know it, you've just got to kind of make it you know try to give them the best opportunity that they can together and those guys know it too
3: mm-hmm. yeah the repeat customers we, we um, talk with other wma managers and i know you all know the people coming and going most often and i'm, I'm sure they get used to and um, and ask questions um, and speaking of questions, we kind of wondered, what are the most common questions you receive here on the WMA that we might share some information with listeners? Oh, that's um,
1: great. Uh, you know, one thing that, that we talk about with, uh, w- you know, we, we've we got the wetland side that Scott spoke of earlier and the upland side. And then we, uh, you know, for our hunts, five of our hunts are open for the whole area. The last hunt that we have is during the, the Uh, refuge closure for the waterfowl side so it's the upland side and and folks want to know you know what's the difference and basically we've got a county road that that runs right through the middle here Mm -hmm. and it kind of delineates that the, the the right side of the road basically is our wetland side until you get to right where we're at and then this field right here is wetlands but everything on the north side of the road is upland and huntable for those deer hunts Okay. And and that's goes for our coon hunts and rabbit hunts as well, and 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 squirrel hunting. Once and that closes November fifteenth, and it goes uh, it goes through the last day of February.
0: I think about the, the you talked about the deer quality management. and I, I think what are people expecting to see when they see the deer? What's some of the big deer that's come off this property? And uh, any any stories that you've seen some big ones come through? And just just to get you know entice people to put in for these hunts. I know I'm thinking about it. <laughs>
2: We've okay. had several, you know, five-and-a-half-year-old bucks killed here. So, you know, around close to here, maybe not in Middle Tennessee and West Tennessee, but that's a pretty good deer for around this area. Yeah, for sure. But, you know, three-and-a-half, four-and-a-half, it's it's pretty common here. So the quality is, the genes are here, the quality is here. It's just the bucks are smart. There's so much pressure. Mm. They go nocturnal, and it's hard to kick them up. Mm-hmm. You really have to work
0: and hunt yeah well it comes back to to personal preference too and maybe on this one but you know some people think we don't need a a antler restriction and some places have them some places don't you know it you know that may play a factor in it may not everybody has their own opinion but it seems like it's working for you guys you know for this piece of property it's worked well
1: it's worked well and you know if it's not broke don't fix it
0: (laughs) (laughs) just keep on trucking right all right uh let's see where we at maybe current projects
3: well i wonder too um out of all the hunts you do uh, I'm, i'm sure you enjoy the juvenile but what what's been some of your favorite hunts throughout the year
1: yeah that's it for me you hit it right on the head it's the juvenile hunts you know uh seeing a kid come in with their first deer or their fifth deer you know but you know lots of times we get the chance to see those kids come in with their first deer and you know i like to send you those pictures yes <laughs> and we, we try to post those and you know I always get the parents uh permission of course but uh you know, those kids come in, they're just beaming. Yeah. And, and I know uh, Scott has the same sentiment, too. I think if, if we could have all our hunts, juvenile hunts, we would, <laughs> just he and I, we probably would. Just for the, you know, and I'm being a little selfish here, but just for the self-satisfaction of, of seeing those kids, I mean, it's just, you know, it just, that's a lifetime for them, mm-hmm. you know. and, and uh, Yeah, that I've first got, memory, that's yeah. wonderful. They have the potential
2: of killing a deer of a lifetime here, and a lot of them do.
3: Um, the other question we had is if someone's never been here before and they put in for a hunt and after a couple years they're lucky enough to be drawn what's uh what do they need to know tell us about the terrain um if just tell us uh, if they've never been here before what they should know about coming to uchi
1: the terrain is diverse uh we've got uh, here on the river bottoms, that's pretty flat. But if you decide that you want to take a chance and go up into the knobs, and sometimes that's where those deer will—they'll kind of get back some of those spaces. Uh, you better be in shape because <laughs> it's—it's—it's it's pretty steep, and and if you if you're lucky enough to harvest a good deer, you may have a pretty good drag. <laughs>
3: It's good to know though. It's definitely good.
1: Yeah, and and like we said, you you've got to harvest that dough before you take that buck. So always, you know, be mindful of that.
3: Mm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's good to know. And like check in uh when you come to those hunts, are they are are you just good to go, or do you have to check in that morning, or how's oh, you're, that?
1: You're good to go. When I tell folks uh, while they're in the stand, they harvest that dough to go ahead and check it out on your phone through the app. Yeah, and keep on hunting. And then when you're done, just if you, you're lucky enough to get that buck too, just bring them both in. We get the data off of them there at the checking station, and uh, they're good to go.
0: That's cool to know. That's that's good to know. And. Uh, can can apply in the field on on your own property you know check absolutely you know checking in and using that app and so handy yeah keep hunting yeah
2: restrictions aren't applied on these hunts we won't okay we won't do that to a kid i mean not yet so hopefully we don't ever have to no
0: (laughs) no we're gonna grow them no i hear you yeah that's awesome to to let them you know take what they want you know they may not ever get another chance. So right. I, that's a great way to maybe get them hooked and, mm. and lock them in. Um, and, and the youth hunt is a draw hunt as well, or is it? It is. Okay. Yeah. So make sure if you're a parent out there listening or watching, put your kids' name in the hat, make sure they get, get on the list to maybe get a chance out here. From
3: far and wide, or do you see most mostly locals putting in for those hunts?
1: No, they, we, stay. we We, we get folks stayed. from everywhere.
3: Yeah. That's fantastic.
0: Very cool. Well, um, Current projects that are taking place anything coming up down the road or or happening right now that that uh on the property that you want to share or talk about
1: yeah, we just finished up installing a fire break on the north end of the property that that side of the refuge really hasn't ever been burned on purpose. So <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, a few light Yeah. fires, yeah. Yeah. a few, few weather issues, but, uh, we, we've installed that with our use, with our, thanks to our heavy equipment crew, they came in and had the equipment to, to get in and the, on the back of those, like I said earlier, that's some really steep terrain back in there. So it's really kind of made it almost impossible to do any control burning on that side of the road. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we got that completed, uh, this summer. And we we're hoping that we continue that, break it up, so we can uh, manage some smaller blocks in there, and be able to uh, to to manage our fires in there, and be able to, to do some habitat management and and increase our footprint there.
3: Very awesome. nice.
0: Very cool. Yeah, that sounds
3: something. To look forward to for the future too. I mean, watching that progress is always is. amazing.
0: Definitely. All right. Let's see. Any other things y'all want to cover about this place? And Then I got. I want to ask a few questions.
1: <laughs> no, I think we've we've pretty much covered it. Can you think of anything, Scott? Yep.
0: Just get out, get your name
1: in the hat for get these hunts. The Come
0: do some small game hunting. Uh, you know, enjoy the the bird watching uh it sounds like a fun place to, it's, it to is. hang out
1: it's a really cool place and uh we'll have to get you guys back and throw you guys on a buggy and we'll go take a tour of it sometime i'm
3: hey, up for it let's
0: do it <laughs> i'd I'd love that i'll just come knock on your door <laughs> and the
2: squirrel hunting and the small game hunting is a good way to learn the area for a deer hunt so if they can have time to come out it's a good way to feel it out you know Have to learn, learn yeah learn what it's about
0: that's a good tip yeah come out here and do some small game hunting and you'll you'll you kind of have an idea of the terrain and what you're going to be expected to tackle yep well uh i'll let whoever wants to jump in what's an outdoor hunting story you want to share with folks that in your lifetime something that stands out that just uh you know hits the mark whether it's a mentor hunt that you've done or whether it's something you've hunted yourself or
1: uh, i know people love to hear those
0: stories Two minutes.
1: <laughs> Two minutes? You know, it's, it's the thing about, you, you know, uh, I'll just go ahead and tell one on myself. If, you know, growing up as a waterfowl hunter and if you've never been wet, either you're, you're not really a waterfowl hunter or you're alive. <laughs> and uh, we were gathering up decoys one time off the front of the boat on the Hiawassee River and uh, it was a little deeper than I thought it was, and I filled those waders up. Yeah. Luckily, it wasn't over my head. So uh, that was a cold ride back to the boat Ooh. ramp. I, I will say so. that. I but, bet so. You know, when you're young, you can, you can do that stuff <laughs> and, and, and recover from it pretty quick. And learn quick. From I don't, it. I don't know that I could uh, do that and, and be as happy about it as I was that day. Of course, you know, my buddies, they, were all, they, they had a little better time out of it than I did. Oh, I bet so. I bet you heard about it for a while. Oh, yes. <laughs>
3: And Scott, uh, I know you have beautiful daughters and I know you've had them out there.
0: They, they enjoy it. I
3: also know you're a crane hunter.
2: Well, we try. <laughs> <laughs> it, they're getting more and more smart every year around here, so <laughs> we do our best.
0: Yeah, I guess you can probably see a few sandhills flying by. I see a few. <laughs> As they're headed towards the refuge, yeah. Yep. Very cool. Little cool. snow geese yesterday. So wow! Yeah, everything's traveling right now. Yeah, Definitely
3: good time of year. Yeah,
0: so come out here to UT, check it out. Uh, like we talked about, hunting, uh, bird watching, uh, being in God's country. It's just it's nice right here. I love it. it sure is. Well, Mimi, thank you, guys. Thank you. Yeah, thank uh, you both.
1: Thanks for coming for out you. and having us.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you all. Thank you all for tuning in, for watching, for listening. This is Tennessee Wildcast, and we'll see you next time.